pandemonium. Things in uh, somewhat of a chaotic state oh. here. Hulk Hogan, I'm sure there's going to be a thorough investigation oh. by the World oh. Wrestling Federation oh. into what happened oh. here tonight. And I know you could not be any more disappointed. How much money did they spend on the plastic surgery, man? I had all bases covered. I had the Hulkamaniacs watching. DiBiase, I had Virgil in his place. Never in my wildest dreams, me, Gene, would I think that I would get dance. ripped off by a penny pinching two-timing referee. How much money on the plastic surgery? How much money did he spend to pay the referee off? The when show. I turned around, me, Gene, they were identical. Identical. Here it Look is, the now. shoulder, brother. There. Look at the shoulder. The referee is paid off, brother. Look at the hundred dollar bill falling out of his pocket. I know you're disappointed. Oh, Hulk Hogan, Vince Hulk McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bedlam. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom. Who was on crack? Come on now. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports dance? Break it down! You trash! You're not hooping! Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Sports Desk. It is episode 224, and it is your guy, it is your man's one more time, Dedra L. Hicks Jr., one half of your sportsologist. And remember, folks, acknowledge me. And this your man, Black. We are back once again in the building for another episode. The other half of your sportsologist in the building. D, you already know what it is, man. Let's get into it. Trapaholics make tapes. All right. We have a lot, a lot, a lot to get into. Of course, it is that time of the year. In just a couple of days, the 2023 NFL draft will be taking place. You have so many young men's dreams and 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 hard work and dedication just over their lifetime will officially pay off um, throughout this NFL draft. Um, we're going to get into the draft a little bit later on in the show. We're going to call our Jacksonville Jaguar NFL insider, Mr. Move Them Chains, Rashad Robinson. We haven't heard from him in a while. And we're going to talk a little bit about what the Jaguars' move should be and kind of get his thoughts and opinions on the C.J. Stroud versus Bryce uh, Young situation, especially at that number one Pick all right. Of course, of course, we're going to talk um, on some uh, NBA playoffs, and things are heating up in the playoffs for sure. But Black, let's go ahead and get into uh, some icebreakers. Let me get this mood right. Okay, shout out Snoop for show. All right, all right, Black. So uh, let's go ahead and get into Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was a fi- officially traded to the New York Football Jets on. Late Monday afternoon, Black, we we knew this was coming. It was just a matter of time. I don't know if you got to see the live reporting from Adam Schefter mm-hmm. uh, as it was breaking across his phone. It was really cool to see that he was going back and forth between both phones, real time, kind of giving out the official information. But let's go ahead and jump off the porch with our first reactions. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. How do you feel about it? And is this Super Bowl or bust for the Jets? Uh, well, I think it's long overdue. I think he did everything he could do in, in Green Bay. I'm happy it's time for him to go somewhere else and, you know, try to make something happen in his career. Well, he's 
38 years old now, so oh uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much longer he he may have these shoes. He may be able to, you know, push it out to as long as um uh Tom Brady did. But you know who knows. But man, the Jets the Jets were already a talented team right. without a quarterback, and that's all they was missing. Is the championship a bust, D? I really don't know. I really don't know. It's still some great teams in the AFC. You still got to run through the Chiefs. I mean, you still got to deal with Buffalo in the conference, Miami in the conference. You know, Jack, conference, Jack, yeah, Cincinnati, Jags coming. Like, it's it's a load of conference. I I think his path to a Super Bowl is much harder now oh, than yeah. it was oh, in the yeah. NFC. So, oh, yeah. uh, if you you asking me Super Bowl or bust, D, I'm going to say probably no, not in my opinion. I think I think in the franchise, it's probably Super Bowl or bust for them for what they you know. Gave up and what all went down to, to get Aaron Rodgers there, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm definitely uh, ecstatic for Aaron Rodgers. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see him go up against these good quarterbacks in the AFC week in and week out. D, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's always good to get a nice splash in the National Football League, and this is probably the biggest splash that you're probably going to get uh, this offseason. As decorated and heralded as Aaron Rodgers is, Super Bowl winning quarterback, Super. MVP winning quarterback four time NFL MVP the accolades go on and on and on some people believe he is the greatest thrower of the football he does throw a pretty ball but people are saying he has the best ball that has ever been thrown in the NFL Aaron Rodgers going to New York is a match made in heaven now there are a couple of questions for me will Aaron be able to handle the media in New York Skip Bayless said it best today on Undisputed those folks up there in Green Bay Wisconsin they're a little bit more respectful hard-hitting reporters but out in New York City it's a jungle out there and they ain't gonna care nothing about what Aaron Rodgers has done or what he's projected to do they want to ask the hard-hitting questions no matter the time of day and that's what I'm gonna be looking forward to now to the Jets they are well coached they are loaded a lot of young fast hungry talent the only thing that they were missing even last year they had a really good season just faltered at the end due to injuries at the quarterback position Aaron Rodgers is still a top five quarterback in football in my opinion and him being that piece for the New York Jets is going to pay dividends now for me for what the Jets gave up to get him. You're talking about a first-round pick flip this year, but that next year's first-round pick, first if he pays, plays 65% of his plays, is going to pay massive dividends. I'm going to say yes. He at least has to get to an AFC championship game, let alone get into the Super Bowl for this to all make sense for the Jets to do it. They gave up a lot. Mm-hmm. They gave up a lot to bring a guy in who they feel who could be the missing piece. And if we're just talking football... That's a hell of a piece to try to get you to the level that you want to be. And that's obviously competing for a Super Bowl championship. Now, that AFC East is loaded. loaded, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills, Tua Tagovailoa and the Miami Dolphins. You can't even forget about, quote unquote, the greatest coach of all time, Bill Belichick. Well, he might have a hip sleeve up his sleeve with the New England Patriots. This thing is going to be something of... uh, this is must-see TV weekend and week out with Aaron Rodgers. I feel like every week the sports shows are going to be starting with Aaron Rodgers and what the Jets got going on. But if he can stay healthy, if he can stay healthy, they're going to be right in the mix. Can you imagine a playoff matchup, Chiefs at Jets or Jets at Jaguars or Chargers at Jets or Bengals at – could you imagine? Well, Sunday night Jets. Sunday Ooh. night – I'm just saying just yeah. the intriguing matchups that we're going to be getting alone – 
in the AFC. Yeah, that is exciting. And you know the you know the NFL probably gonna make it well. He have a game where either Green Bay gonna come now or he gonna go back to Green Bay to kind of. Yeah, you, know, you gotta think they're gonna yeah, try to make that happen. You gotta make that happen, but yeah. man, just these these matchups in that AFC D. It's gonna be crazy, but the AFC literally is gonna be a gauntlet, man. Just like last year. Yeah, like. Yeah, and now you, you add gonna, Aaron Rodgers. You okay. literally gonna have to beat some of the best of the best to to get to a Super Bowl mm-hmm. in the AFC. Yeah. That's what you are gonna have to deal with week in and week out, and plus the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, just looking forward to how this all shapes out. I'm glad it got done before the draft, and now Aaron Rodgers. They said he's already in New York. Looking for getting himself situated. He's going to be attending OTAs. He's going to be attending minicamp. He's going to be attending everything. And that's a good sign for the Jets. Yeah. That's a good sign for the Jets and those young players because they're going to need every second that they can get to formulate a great team. And I'm glad they got it done before the draft. It's going to give them plenty of time um, uh, to get themselves together. And uh, we can get a solid product on the field. Don't be surprised if your first football game of the year is the Jets at the Chiefs. To open up the season. Don't be surprised if you get that because the NFL is all about giving you a big splash opening night game, just like last year when we got with Buffalo going out to LA to face the Rams. Yeah. You open yeah. up the season, you can't you can't get a bigger matchup than that. You can't. You know what I'm saying? So look out, Aaron Rodgers is now officially a New York football jet. So uh, breaking news coming through to the show right now as we're live recording. Paolo Banchero of the Orlando Magic is officially your rookie of the year. In my opinion, that is well-deserved. I didn't really see um, any other suitors outside of him for that award. He had a fantastic, fantastic rookie season. Congratulations, Banchero from Duke University. Yeah, shout out to him, man. That's that's a big deal. I think the only rookie since LeBron to average a double-double in the league in his first year. Correct. So, uh, shout out to him, man, on uh, being rookie of the year. Big things coming for that kid, man, in Orlando. Very talented. And Orlando has a very young and talented team. Don't look surprised if next year they're in either the play-in or they'll hover around that seventh or that eighth seed really trying to get in position to make a run in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Once again, congratulations to Paolo Benchero out of the University of Duke currently with the Orlando Magic. All right, Black, a little bit of WWE news. Of course, we have Backlash building up. Um, Is it this weekend? No, no, next weekend. Next weekend, yeah. Backlash, first pay-per-view after WrestleMania. But we're here to talk about the unveiling of the new World's Heavyweight Championship title. For those who don't know, when WCW and WWE merged together, they brought all the titles over to WWE, including the big gold belt. That belt that Ric Flair made famous, Hulk Hogan made famous, Steam made famous, Goldberg made famous. When you saw that big, shiny, beautiful belt, man, it obviously it means you're at the top of the mountain in WCW. Well, they did away with that belt probably over a decade ago, unified the titles when Randy Orton and John Cena met in a ladder match, and Randy Orton unified the titles. They got rid of the title at some point, created the Universal Championship. Years and years have went by. Roman Reigns has wrestling in the chokehold, and Raw has been without a champion for almost 1,000 days. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to bring that title back. It's either going to be on SmackDown or it's going to be on Raw. A tournament of some sort is being put together as we speak. Rumors is that the tournament will be started to become unveiled this coming Friday on SmackDown where the champion will be crowned, I believe it's May the 17th, in Saudi Arabia at the Night 
of champions all right so i think this is good for wwe don't get me wrong roman's run is incredible but when you watch monday night raw there's no champion there there's not a presence of a top guy there and when you had the bland sprint a bland brand split years ago it was important you had the world champion and you had the wwe champion and it just kept things a little bit more fluid now black off the top of your head give me the two guys the two guys you wouldn't mind seeing hoist that brand new WWE World Heavyweight Championship belt. Oh, um, one you're gonna be so shocked at, but Bobby Lashley. Really? Bobby, Bobby I'm Lashley. I'm very surprised. And uh, uh, Seth Rollins. I think Seth I'm not Rollins need to that. be. Yeah, I think Seth Rollins need to be in the mix of that. And then shoot, I wouldn't count out. I wouldn't count out uh Lesnar. Yeah, you start to yeah. see him more than usual yeah. here lately. So you can't count him out, or you can't you can't count out Cody Rhodes as well. No, so you unless they want to build on something with him and him and Reigns after this after this Lesnar thing, mm -hmm. but we'll see how that goes. But the top couple of guys for me is definitely Bobby Lasley. I feel like his character has picking up has picking up a lot, and um, Seth Rollins definitely for me. Um, to me, they have a massive opportunity to have one of the greatest tournaments to put together for this championship opportunity. I believe you include whatever you take Roman and you put him either. He's going to be on raw or SmackDown. I firmly believe he's going to stay on SmackDown. Mm -hmm. Fox is the bigger network Friday night. If it, it to me, I, I would, I, I just would be confused why he's going to go to raw. So after the draft takes place, cause the rumor is the draft is going to take place before the tournament. So I'm assuming the draft is coming up. It, I, yeah, I thought the draft was going to be on SmackDown this fr Friday. I don't know if no, the official draft won't start until I believe after Backlash okay. that Monday. I think they're going to get through this pay per view and then we're going to get it. But to speed it up here, you have some potential dream matchups for this championship. Yeah, Bobby Lashley. Yes, uh, Brock Lesnar. Yes, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins. I'm gonna throw another wild card in there. Uh, Logan Paul. Let's get him in a tournament and see what he can do up against a guy mm -hmm. like a Bobby Lashley. Let's go ahead and get uh, Austin Theory in this tournament. Yeah, they Austin have a, be a good one. they have a great opportunity here, and whoever um, gets that title and wraps around their waist um, is going to be a, a something of significance. I got a deep down burning feeling what they're going to do here, but I will wait to reveal <laughs> that at another uh, date. But the new WWE World's Heavyweight title is back in the mix. And for one, I'm glad. And how did that belt look to you? Man, I got to get that replica. I it's raw. That thing nice. I boy. like what you they might did. might have to hang it up, up here. might have to put it. I've been, I've been thinking about putting one, something up here on the wall to lay up. So that thing that is mug, really nice. It's way better than the old one. It, and I love how they did it. They kept the mystique of the old one, and then they kind of broke it up in the yeah, middle yeah. and put that logo. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Nice. That's a very nice belt. So shout out to Triple H for doing it. Yet it, again, it looked like it's real heavy too. It does. Yeah. It does. I, 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 I like what they did there. Very nice. All right, Black. This past weekend, the boxing world was treated to uh, a mega fight, just as uh, for the stature, uh, for sure, between the two participants involved. Of course, you had Javante Tank uh, Davis <laughs> outclassing Ryan King Ryan Garcia Black. Tank just keeps on doing what Tank does. And I want to know if you feel how I felt. Going in, I wasn't really excited about seeing a good product on 
TV. And it lived to be that way. Ryan Garcia does not belong in there with this man. Did you feel the same way? Yeah, man. We knew at some point it was going to show his hand. Jesus. You know. uh, Ryan Garcia, he is what he is. He's a, he's a boxer. He's a YouTube. I mean, well, YouTube. Social media social star. Media star. Yep. But, man, in that ring, man, Tank Davis the, is, is, is the real Truth deal, dog. you know. Uh, man, I, I, it, I'm happy we got it because it, it felt good to have yeah, yeah. everything centered around it. Good spot. You know, mm-hmm. it, and it was shocking to me the fight ended before the Laker game. It, it did. I was like, the wow, Laker game it's was crazy. Yeah. But for me, you know, I knew, D, we knew what to expect going in there with Tank because Tank just been getting people out of there. He's been getting people out of there. I think the thing for me with the whole fight, bro. We had a Chief Key sight and love Sosa, my boy. <laughs> Shout out I Chief said, I, I was like, oh my God, what, what did this come from? Shout out Chief Key. That was, I wasn't I did like that. little baby, but boy, he brought Chief Key out. I that it. made the night right there, D. I liked it. I liked it. I was like, that's big time right there. But man, shout out to Chief Keith and I like this. And shout sure. out to Tank Man for bringing him back, man. We I ain't know where that boy was at, man. I liked it for sure. But uh, <laughs> man, like Tank just continues to show. Why he the big dog now, man? And 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 one thing that really stuck stuck out, and I don't know if you paid attention to it. Mm-hmm. I'm happy they showed it on camera. Him and Floyd really having oh, yeah. that moment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That was big it was for so, them. It's so much drama. Behind it was so much drama behind them too. Yeah. And had to see them hug it out and see that they on the same page. That was a big deal. But man, look, you gonna get in the ring with Tank? You better bring it. This guy ain't playing. He the top draw now. Face of boxing. After this, face of boxing. After this, he's the top draw. Face this fight sold out, did numbers. This is it. He's it. Yep. He's your pay-per-view king now. He has that in the chokehold. Yep. And I and my hopes is for boxing that some of you boxers who ducking and dodging, that y'all would do what King Ron. King Ron put it all on the line. He did. I respect him for all that. on the line. Whatever they wanted, he accepted it. Some of you boxers got to make these mega fights. Some of y'all need to tighten up and let's get this stuff done because that's what we supposed to have every month, twice a month. What we got on Saturday night, D. Boxing world, these boxers, y'all tighten up, man. Let's make these fights that need to happen and stop playing games. Yeah, I love the pageantry of it all. Uh, The buildup was incredible uh, for this fight. I think Ryan Garcia deep down inside, and he kind of alluded to it in the post fight, that he knew he was stepping up in a major way to fight the top guy in boxing. Like, think about that. Ryan Garcia has talent. He has skill, but it's levels to this. Mm-hmm. And he found that out just like the rest of the boxing world found out on Saturday night that, hey, 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 you can talk all you want to talk, but you got to get in there and throw them hands. And Tank was Tank. That second round overhand right to the top of the counter. Uh, that counter. Man, I'm talking about that boy sat down. Mm-hmm. But that body shot. An unseen body shot. That body. Because when it happened, I said, well, what happened? When it happened, I said, well, what happened? Rumor is that rumor is that he got a broke, that Tank broke his rib. That's the rumor oh, well. that's going around. I wouldn't and be he surprised. Broke his ribs. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but I give yeah. Ryan Garcia credit. And I'm glad he didn't take a beating. Um, in the media and everything on the next day because people gotta if you really know sports mm-hmm. and you, if you really know the situation especially with boxing if you take a guy like Tank Davis he's at the top of the class like all the classes and then you taking a guy who hasn't had a massive fight yet daring to be great bro that's he's, all it he is he took a chance yeah, that's he exactly took a chance he betting on himself he's and, daring to be great and that is going to pay massive yeah. dividends for him look at Ryan Garcia is not done he's not done but he's other fighters done. should look at that 
Yeah. The ones who I hide and they not wanna uh don't wanna they gotta be the ace or they gotta have this and gotta have that. It. No, man. I respect Let's it. get this stuff done. Like, I respect God, Lee, I don't and, understand it. And I hope Ryan Garcia find the rat and the mole that was in his camp giving up that info. He came out yesterday and put it on Instagram that his team has done the research and yes, and he didn't say who it was. But somebody was being paid on that other side to talk that talk. And that's nasty. That's nasty, bro. That's nasty in your own camp. Tank told him before the fight. We already know what's up. And they let y'all know. That's what's crazy. And, and he went out there and did exactly what he said we were going to do. <laughs> Shout out Tank, man. Undefeated. Uh, 29 and 0. Mm-hmm. 27 KOs. Big Good time, Lord. big time, big time. Rumor, 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 rumor is the don't they is I know it's gonna be in the fall, but they say rumor is if Tank could be get the winner out of Haney and Lamachenko, or you could potentially see they say you could potentially see Shakur Stevenson taking the same right route that Garcia uh took to get in the ring with Tank. Would but, not be mad either way, yeah. but for Shakur. I will be very, very, interested. very, <laughs> very interested yeah. in that because, yeah, Ryan Garcia is very talented, but that boy there, <laughs> I knew how you feel about when him. you when you watch him, he looks special. He looked he looked like a once in a generation boxer yeah. with his talent. So you think with him it wouldn't be a, a daring to be great thing? You think he it'd be him? Could potentially be a threat to Tank. I do. Okay. I think his boxing style, mm-hmm. and he would ha- Tank would have to box. Mm-hmm. Tank would have to box because Tank's a predator now. Yeah. He's walking you down. He's getting you where he wants you, and he's dropping you. Mm-hmm. Shakur Stevenson ain't gonna let him do that. Okay. The footwork. So I would be very interested. Yeah, I would in some, Now I would love to see the winner of Haney and Lomachenko versus him. Give me that too. Yeah, yeah. Let's get this ball on a roll. Because the one thing that I miss in boxing is the trilogies mm-hmm. and the part two fights. I miss that about boxing. But you got two guys in a matter of three years that just went the holy war. And you and and the thing with me, we seen Floyd like after he really got over that Oscar hump and beating Oscar. He was he literally fought the top guys, D. He did. He saw the uh, fight guys who had the belts or the guys who was number one or two in the division. Mm-hmm. He was fighting them guys, and I think that's what we're gonna start seeing with Tank. Yep. Tank's not gonna be fighting guys who are not worthy of being in the ring with him. He's gonna start fighting top he guys. He's a pay-per-view guy. Yeah, he's a pay-per-view guy now. You yep. gotta have another opponent who's pay-per-view worthy. Yep. I agree with that. So shout out again to Tank Davis and respect to uh, Ryan Garcia. And thanks for giving boxing uh, a great weekend, a great night, and a great build up to the fight. All right. All right, man. So that's going to wrap up our icebreakers, man. We definitely want to get in here and touch on some things before we transition over to the National Basketball Association. We're going to stop by there and then we're going to get into uh, the the NFL uh, draft 2023. But first, we got to kind (laughs) of. Gotta kind of have a uh, get some straight in once again. Just, just, just once again. Make a good fight. He lied. He lied. Dylan Brooks. He lied. What did you do in camp? What did you do in camp? Dylan Brooks. What did you do in camp? Of the greatest franchise.
I, I'm not just, I'm not finna waste no time. We're going to go ahead and get in because we got a lot more to get into with episode 224 of the Sports This Black. Let's go ahead and head out to the Western Conference and let's start out with the Lakers up three games to one over the two-seeded Memphis Grizzlies. All right, since the last time that we talked to you, the Lakers was up one nothing. Memphis came back and got big game on their home floor in game two. Lakers taking care of home court, getting the last two games. Now, Dylan Brooks has been Dylan Brooks. The Memphis Grizzlies have been talking and talking and talking all year long. All year long, they eclipse this two seed and then they draw the worst possible matchup that you could ever think. I wish I could have been the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies when I realized I had to play a healthy LeBron and AD and a new loaded cast of Lakers in the first round. I might as well have been the eighth seed. <laughs> Black, the Lakers are doing what they are supposed to do. The Lakers are up three games to one. And in my opinion, if them boys would have been on their job, they should have been sweeping these boys. Mm-hmm. But we still have another game. Game five will be on Wednesday night back in Memphis. Black, what are your thoughts currently about this playoff series? Black, is it over? Or do the Memphis Grizzlies muster, Memphis Grizzlies muster up just enough courage to come out and try to get this thing three games or two and take it back to the crypt, my boy? Well, you know, you know, being being a <laughs> being a fan, you know. I want to say it's over, but it's basketball. It's playoff basketball. It is. You know, teams going to get themselves up. Memphis going back home, uh, and then the the tables turning on the Lakers. They they really only got one day off now. Yeah. The table has say it ain't three. It ain't uh, two and three days no more. And they fly. They, they turn around. They turn around and got on the flight after that game the other night and yeah. to head to head back to Memphis. So, man, um, I'm hoping we the Lakers can uh go to Memphis Wednesday night, shut them out, man. But D, everything that we've been seeing, man, from the Lakers, man, I love it. And, and I, I got asked a question today, man, and boy, if the Lakers play like that against a Warriors or a Sacramento team, boy, they going to get swept or they may not even – listen, bro, you got to give – you I, one thing I've learned in the past couple weeks, talking with my homeboy, you got to take what the game give you. You got to take what it give you. This series ain't calls for no heavy-duty shooting. Because Memphis, if if anybody knows basketball, they realize Memphis scored the most points in the paint this season. Mm-hmm. So you got to get down and dirty inside that paint. Mm-hmm. And that's why you see Anthony Davis with 18 blocks in one. LeBron. 18 blocks in one series, my boy, yeah. from Anthony Davis. That gets looked over. That's dominance. And then we're not only getting it from him. LeBron giving you three blocks. Vando giving you two blocks. I mean, it, it, it's just all over the place. The Lakers are dominating the paint defensively. Mm-hmm. Offensively, LeBron said, I'm going to the cup. Y'all ain't going to stop me. He didn't settle last night. He didn't. And, 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 and 20 I love to 20 see game. it. And, man, I just, I, I seen fight from this team last night because they yes. could have packed it in. Yes. It was a point in this game in the second round. They packed it in because I was about to be like, okay, might be time to go to bed. <laughs> might be time to go to bed. Yeah. But. They responded, D. D-Lo, shout out to you. Because if it weren't for you and your 
three three threes that you hit, it probably would have been a wrap. Mm -hmm. And man, down the stretch, LeBron was just being LeBron. Who would have thought everything he done done in the league, the man that went and gave you twenty two and twenty, D. Never never been done since Shaquille O'Neal. Just mm -hmm. something else to just add, add on to, to this greatness uh, all over again. You're twenty, thirty years yeah, old. Yeah, and and I'm like, man, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Outside of I don't know what's going on with Anthony Davis. It is. I, I'm pretty sure to figure itself out, D. But it needs to get figured out quick because I'm pretty sure in Memphis we're gonna need him to step up and play big time. Yeah. But man, outside of that, I love what the Lakers are doing right now. Things change from series to series. I realize that. And then what we get in this series, and that we're doing good, D. That I really real that I really realize now is that defensively, uh, owning that paint and then taking what the defense give you. Mm -hmm. That's what LeBron had been preaching. LeBron said in this uh in his interview after the game, he telling the guys, man, they he don't want them to get too high, too low. You know, stay on what's what. He, like, let him let him worry about the X's and O's. Y'all just come on out here and play. And that's what we get. Stay in the moment. Vando, everybody said he shouldn't have been a star. This man stepped up with 15 points last night. He did, night. man. Austin Reed just missed the consistent with 23 points last night. I'm like, man, just I just like what I'm seeing, man. We get a good balance of a little bit of everything from everybody, D. And, man, I can't wait. Hopefully, they can get to Memphis and sh close this thing out so we can rest up and get ready for the winner of Sacramento and the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he is the all-time leading scorer. Yeah, for so, sure. You know, so you got to have some respect. Obviously, you guys, I have some respect. You know, he's, he's a legend. Um, you know, he's LeBron James. But, you know, when I'm on that floor, you're just another player to me. I don't care who you are. You're just 6'8", 270 pounds, and you're a basketball player. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's where, you know, guys, you know, you don't see that part of the game where, like, oh, you know, I had those moments. Year one, year two, where it's like, oh, he's glowing. You know, he's, he's shining. You know what I mean? But now I'm creating a name for myself. So, you know, you can't be looking at these guys like he's LeBron James. He's just another basketball player. And I'm ready for a challenge every single night. Hey, Dylan. Uh, yeah. See, Dylan, I played this sound bite because that's what you should have been saying. You should have been keeping it cool. You are competitive, Dylan. And now you got to get these bells. <laughs> now you got to get these bells. You thought I... I know y'all ain't think I was... <laughs> No. I'm gonna get... I got to give him a love. That's the guys. That's the guys. Hey, I'm I'm all in in favor of competition. Trash talk. I'm all about high elevation of emotions and tempers when you are trying to win. I'm all for that. I commend Dylan Brooks for his fighting spirit. I commend him for his confidence and the abilities that he believes that he has. But you can't walk around talking that yak. <laughs> you pull up and you say the man is old. You say LeBron is old. You're saying he ain't this and he ain't that. And then you come out in game three and you build a brick house inside of the crib. <laughs> and then I'm not going to say that Dylan Brooks punched LeBron in the gonads on purpose. I'm not going to say that he did that. Looking back at the play, I'm not going to say that he did that. I think he was trying to be very uh, spontaneous in his defense and got a little reckless and ended up hitting LeBron in the man region. I really wasn't 
calling for Dylan Brooks' head because of that. But he got tossed in the game. But what I got a problem with is, Dylan, why won't you talk to us now? We haven't heard from you since you said LeBron was old. The media wants to talk to you and you says I'm not available. I'm out. Dylan, talk to us. What is it, Dylan? Have you come to your senses? Because one of the things that I see, is see, you know, <clears throat> LeBron don't never get the respect he do. Because when LeBron walked out on that floor on game three in LA, when he checked him on the floor. <laughs> Before the game. Ain't nobody talking about LeBron walking up to the man and G-checking the man on the floor. <laughs> nobody want to talk about that. And then he said it after the game. I wanted to make it public. He had it public. So I wanted to make sure it was done in public. <laughs> And then the commencement of busting their heads took place. Dylan, learn from this, young fella. Learn from this. You can't go at the king, bruh, and miss. You can't go at the king and miss, man. Now you're being taught a lesson. Now you can't help your team. You're like three for 28 from three, Dylan. You can't guard nobody all of a sudden. You can't guard nobody. Now you want to tell us that you're not a villain anymore. Shut up. You made the bed, not get in it and pull the covers up. You did this. And now your team is down three games to one. I'll tell you a little secret here for everybody who don't know yet. If you think for one second that LeBron going to get off the plane in a closeout situation and that man ain't going to bring hell with him, you're crazy. Lakers in five. <laughs> it is over in my Humble opinion. Dylan, I just want to holler at you real quick. If you just so happen to hear this. I know this is a small sports show down in the south. But just so happen, if you come across the screen and you hear this bit, this sound bit, chill out, brother. Mm. Chill out, brother. Especially with that one. The greatest <laughs> of all time. The greatest of all time. I just want to holler at Dylan real quick. Mm. I want to holler at him real quick. Game 5, Lakers and Memphis Grizzlies is on Wednesday night. 7.30. 7.30 tip on uh, ESPN, I think it is. TNT. TNT on Wednesday night, TNT. And we'll say if the Lakers are a championship level team because when you got a team drowning and scrambling, you got to take them out. John Morant is going to be ready to go. That performance game 3 had me going crazy. Mm. The man was unstoppable with a broke hand. And LeBron said after the game, the man just good. The man is good. And he is that. But everybody else out there, are you good? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be hard as hell yeah, to send the members Grizzly home. home. Yeah, but this hard. is an AD and LeBron game. This is what I'm looking for. I'm looking at them. And, and, and what, what, what you think? What you think going on with AD? You think it's just... He said he had a little hip pointer. Know, a little hip pointer. He said he had a little hip pointer. He said he was very <laughs> uncomfortable last night with his lower back on his hip pointer. But he said he's fine. He's good to go. Okay. That's what he said today. So yeah, I'm not worried about it. You're like, we get a game. He Take one off. Yeah, get a true. game. Take one off. So that's true. I don't know. I, I just feel like this team... Now, at this point, I think AD not having a good game would have hurt the Lakers, but now they're finding ways to win. Exactly. Even even with him not having the best game. Because we got a and good team. And that's a plus. Yeah. We got a good team. Yeah. All right. So we'll stay tuned on that. Next time y'all hear from us, we should be waiting on the winner from the Warriors and the Kings. I digress. All right, Black, let's kind of move it along a little bit so we can get to this NFL draft coverage. 
Black, the Phoenix Suns, and the Los Angeles Clippers. They will tip off in just a little while. Three games to one for Phoenix. Devin Booker has been absolutely sensational. Russell Westbrook is doing everything that he can to make the Clippers hang around in this series. Black, is this series over in five games? Yeah, yeah, pretty much so. Uh, I expect the Suns to win tonight and close this thing out. Sucks that they couldn't have Kawhi on the floor. Got a lot going on with injury and family issues. So Tough, man. Um... I hope I I wish Kawhi well, man. It seems like every year when he is available, Sad. something something happens with him uh, injury wise. So, Sad. man, and 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 thing is, Kawhi when he when he when he's not playing, why why he is playing, man, he give us great basketball. We see great basketball That's how from we saw him. him drop thirty eight, you know. And then now, you know, no Kawhi, so no PG. Clippers go home, Suns advance. Yep, Clippers go home, Suns advance. Simple as that. I don't really have anything further to add. Like Black said, it sucks that we got no Kawhi, no PG. I would have loved to see how this... this series would have looked with the, those two on the floor. But Devin Booker has been sensational. And and it's a little scary to think that Kevin Durant is not being called upon to do the things that we know that he can do because Devin Booker is just playing so well. Got to give some love to DeAndre Ayton, too. He's manning the boards, getting key mm-hmm. rebounds, getting time to buckets late in the game. Um, But, you know, these are things that you got to do when you got a team that's under man. You got to yeah. put them out of their misery, and I think the Suns are going to do that on Tuesday night. Real quick for me, quick question. The Clipper experiment. Kawhi, PG. Do you think this is it? It's or over. They, they give it another go They got to blow it up now. It's okay. a year. I'd rather blow it up a year too early than a year too late. It's okay. over. Okay. If I'm the Los Angeles Clippers, I am trying to shop Kawhi Leonard. I'm going to keep Paul George, mm-hmm. and I'm going to shop Kawhi Leonard and see what I can get for him. Okay. That's what I'm going to do because, honestly, Kawhi – Going to L.A. was a great move for him. Mm. It was. The whole experiment, experience, it was a great experience for the Clippers. It was. Do I deem it a failure because they didn't win the championship? It just depends on what you, who you're talking to. But that was a goal, and they didn't come close. They didn't even make it to a conference final. So that's the tough. And if I'm the owner of the Clippers going into my new arena, I got to make some decisions. But I got a feeling that Steve Ballmer, those are the two guys we brought in first. He brought in Kawhi and PG the year that he acquired the team. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling that he's going to stick with them one more year. But if it was me, I would start bringing the phone and say, hey, I got some boys up for sale here. What you want to talk about? That's just me. That's just me. All right, real quick, man. The Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Timberwolves gave the Nuggets all they can handle with Jokic getting 45-plus um, in game four. But we're now in game five back in Denver. Black, is this series over? Yeah, this this series is over, man. Well, shout out to uh, Ant-Man, man. Baby Jordan showed up and showed out in game <laughs> four. Will he do this on the road, D? I think not. I think uh, Denver Denver is a way better team, man, this they year. Are. I was looking for them to sweep sweep Minnesota, yeah, but same. they didn't. Same. But um, I think yoking them. I believe yoking them get them out of here tonight, man, so they can move on so we can get the Suns versus Denver series. And that thing, they're, they're going to be something serious. Yeah, I agree with you, Minnesota. They've done what they have could. Uh, shout out, like you said, Ant-Man. Uh, very disappointed in Carl Anthony Towns' performance in this playoff series. He really didn't give nothing to his team. Mm-hmm. Nothing of a dominance of any of these games. Joker just outplayed them, outclassed them. And um, you're seeing a result of that. The Minnesota Timberwolves got some big 
questions in the offseason. They're kind of stuck because you just brought Gobert in. You owe him a lot of money. Sure do. You still got Cat on the books for a lot of money. And guess who's coming around the corner for a lot of money? Mm-hmm. That's right, Anthony Edwards. But this thing is over. All right, Black, let's get to the one of the most, com- if not the most compelling series in the first round, the Sacramento Kings and the Golden State Warriors. You talking about four <laughs> outstanding Games, Warriors go down for the first time ever under the Steve Kerr era. 0-2, dropping the first two in Sacramento. They come home and they serve court in a miraculous game four victory, 126-125. Black, we are 2-2. We are now the best of three home teams holding serve. Black, who are you leaning towards to come out of this thing? Do the young kings eliminate the champs or do the champs scratch and claw to get to the next round? Man, look, I think in the in the NBA playoffs, man, experience is the best teller of it all. Man. And and the Warriors know what they got to do, man. They do. I expect the Warriors, D, to get this game tonight and close them out in in uh, San Francisco and win this series in six games and move on. I don't. I got mm. the. I got. I got. I. I think I got the Kings getting rid of the Warriors, man. Oh, and seven, the, right? Yeah. I, I, I think this is going to go seven back on Sacramento's home court. And I've adopted this saying uh, with sports. My eyes, I'm going to I'm going to believe what my eyes are telling me. Mm-hmm. The Warrior, the, the, the Kings dropped an opportunity in game three to go three games to nothing. Then they dropped another opportunity to go three games to one. Now, those are critical moments, obviously. But I think this team learns from this. I think game five. They beat the Warriors. And I think they go three games to two. And I think they go back to Sacramento. Uh, they go back to California. And they rough it out with them. But I think the Warriors whole serve. I think on Sunday night or Monday night or Tuesday, whatever it's going to be for a game seven, back in Sacramento, I don't think the Warriors survive. Mm. That crowd, that energy, Mike Brown is going to be the key here. Black, I'm going to flip my pick. I'm going to take the Sacramento Kings and knock off the champs, man. Oh, man. I'm going to take the okay. Kings and knock off the champs in seven games on their home floor, man. Okay. I'm not going to go against my eyes. I'm not going to go against it. De'Aaron Fox is a bad boy. Even though his tip of his finger is broken, don't care. I think he really about that. And Mike Brown is instilling that confidence in this team. And they're believing Mike Brown. And they're playing like it. Mm-hmm. They're playing like it. I'm going to take the Kings in seven games, man. All right, man, we're going to flip over to the Eastern Conference, man. And let's go ahead and start with the game that's currently playing while we're recording. You got the Boston Celtics and the Atlanta Hawks. Game five, black. Boston is back on their home floor. Does Tatum and JB get rid of the Atlanta Hawks? Yeah, yeah, it's over tonight, man. Yeah. Uh, Celtics advance to play the Sixers. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, simple as that. And, and Yeah, simple as that. I just think Atlanta... They can get hot from three. They had a great shooting night in game three back in Atlanta. But the Celtics showed championship poise in game four. Atlanta was making a run to try to get game four. JB, JT, best in my opinion, they're the best duo in the league because how they play off each other and they're both ringing in 26-27 easy. Easy. Mm-hmm. And with the role players that they have, they're on the mission, man. I think they get rid of the Hawks, man. They advance and play the Sixers who are waiting. Now, some troubling news out of Philadelphia. Joel Embiid has a LCL tendon sprain in his left knee. 
questions are, will he be available on time when the Boston series kicks off, which could probably tip off maybe even Friday or Saturday? Black is fairly doomed with Joel Embiid's injury right now. Yes, they are. If he ain't on that court, they need Embiid to beat to beat Boston. And I feel like Philly is a, a better equipped team to beat Boston if they got Embiid because Embiid is playing really good basketball. James Harden is not asked to be not asked to do a lot. They getting the they getting timely timely baskets from. Um, Maxie Harris, Maxi Harris, and then Tucker, Newton Tucker playing great defense. They need Embiid because they need Embiid to be dominant. Boston don't have nobody that can stop Embiid. Embiid could literally go crazy in that series if he wanted to. They're better, and then I feel like they got the pieces to cause Boston some problems shooting the basketball. Right. So uh, if they don't have him, D. Uh, the Sixers. I see the Sixers may get they may get swept. I don't think they'll be able to get one without Embiid. I hope Embiid. They say he's going to be uh, wearing a brace. They is leaning towards him wearing a brace, and I hope that Embiid um can play um with the brace because I want to see this. I want to see this series. I think this series is going to be more about the Sixers than it is the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Philly needs this. They need to validate this era with Doc Rivers. Joel Embiid is going to be your MVP. I'll be stunned if anybody else is. I think he played his way into that with the last five to six, seven games of the regular season. I don't want to see them go out like this. But when you're talking about a big man like Embiid and dealing with a knee injury, man, it's going to be up in the air. Can the Sixers buy time? I know they are prepared to send the Atlanta Hawks organization the biggest gift they possibly can if they can push this thing to six games because they give Embiid a little bit more time to rest that knee. But I'm with you. If Embiid is not on the floor to start this series, I, I don't see a way that they can even hang around until Embiid can get back right. I I, I don't see a way. I think JB and JT and the, and the South is getting them boys up out of here. But I'm going to reserve and wait and see if Joel Embiid is available. If you're on the floor, Joel Embiid, then we're going to have a nice conversation about this series because this is not going to be a given for Boston. Yeah, it's not. Definitely. All right, Black, let's go up into, um, and to me, I, I picked the Knicks to win this series and long as, well, I mean, I, as well with you. I told you five. Three, you, I think I was just about to say, <laughs> did you say five or six yeah, games? I, I am shocked <laughs> that the Cavalier, more so Donovan Mitchell, yeah, and New York really pissed the bed in games three and in games four. And in game four, the Cows were rolling. Darius Garland pulled them boys back in the third quarter. And this is a game Taylor made for Donovan Mitchell to go get. Going into the fourth quarter, Cleveland was up seven points. And then that New York crowd, that Man. New York energy, that Thing was off glass in Madison Square Garden. Black Knicks up three games to one. Is this series over on Wednesday night in Cleveland? Yeah, I think it's over. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if, if the Cows won and it goes six. But man, let me tell you something, man. That New York arena, that Madison Square Garden, bro. That's like something I never seen before, man. It's live that, enough. That thing is electric when the Knicks are. In the playoffs of being any type of good, bro. It's live, man. You're not gonna be able to win in New York. It looked like it. <laughs> that's what it that's what I'm saying. It looks like the Cavs it. might come the Cavs might come and get this one. I don't know if they play tonight or tomorrow. They play tomorrow night. 
they may get this one in Cleveland, but it's no way they get past six. D, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Knicks to end this in six games in New York on their home floor in front of that crowd, D. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm very surprised by Donovan Mitchell's play. I'm very surprised that Mobley and Allen are as soft as they are down in the paint. The Cavs bigs, I thought they were going to give the Cavaliers an advantage, man, on the boards, on just put, they ain't doing it. Evan Mobley plays well in like the first 12 minutes of the game, and he's virtually a no-show. The rest of the way, Jared Allen can't guard nobody. Shout out Tom Thibodeau for bitching Julius Randle. Hey. You talking about guts. That's balls right there, boy. You talking about <laughs> guts right to roll there, with Thomas and the boys who are out there for the Knicks. R.J. Barrett and Bronson. Shout out Josh Hart for just being a gangster shout, out there, man. And, 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 and I'm one of the ones. R.J. Barrett, I apologize, R.J. Barrett. I've been the one saying, boy, this boy, he ain't no good. He trash. But this boy been stepping up. Been stepping up because, obviously, Randall is dealing with an injury. With that foot or whatever he got going on. He's dealing with that. But for for Tibbs, for Tibbs to insert Josh Hart and take out Randall, man, that's big balls right there. And that's what you got to have playoff time. And D, it worked magically. Like, it's like Josh Hart was like... Instant energy off the bench for them when uh, Randall got off the floor and he he got inputted. I love what I'm seeing from R.J. Barrett, Josh Hart, and um um uh, oh man, what's the point? Quickly? No, not quickly. Um, Brunson, Brunson, Brunson. And, what, and what we getting from Brunson? That little duo there, this is really nice. Hopefully they can bring Randall along. He'll feel a lot better going into the next round. But D, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, bro. Look like they got something they can work here because they seem like they go a little smaller and they can get up and down. Yeah. That's what they, that's how they did click the Cavs in the fourth. They got up and down with the Cavs. Yeah. They got up and down. They they beat them the Cavs at their own game. So I'm looking forward to these next two games, D, with the Cavs and the Knicks. But this 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 series definitely has been very interesting, especially when it gets to Madison's well God. It's been very good. Uh, my second favorite series. Uh, so far, even over Golden State Sacramento, because that energy in New York <sighs> is alive and well. And I love to see it, man. I feel like those are my people. I just feel like the energy that they put out there. I just I just want to be out there, bro, just to feel it. Because <laughs> they be going crazy outside the garden, man. You got all the big time celebrities in New York coming to see the game. Man, they was able to bring J. Cole out the house and he's sitting front row games. I said, well, dog. You got Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan, Fat Joe. You got Seinfeld. You got everybody <laughs> out there. So I I love the engine. That's what the playoffs are about, man. But I can't stress enough. Tom Thibodeau, man, really showing his coaching chess versus checkers moves, man, and doing the things that need to be done. Brunson is a star, dog. Yes, he is. And Mark Cuban and that Dallas Mavericks franchise, y'all are some idiots. All y'all had to do was pay the man $111 million. And Brunson out here doing that thing. But don't look now. Because we get ready to talk about the Heat and the Bucks. But don't look now. Because I'm going to tell you something. Don't you do it. I'm going to tell you something. Don't you do it. If the Bucks can't come out alive, boy, then this can be in the East Coast. Boy, that thing can be really real now. You think it's bad now. Nah, if the e- if the Knicks get to the Eastern Conference Finals, New York gonna be rocking. They gonna have to 
put out a state of emergency in New York for these playoff games. The boys get to that conference finals, but we'll digress. We're going to see how it plays out, but this thing looking so serious, man. We're going to see. I got the Knicks winning in, um, in six games. Okay. I have Cleveland winning game five. And then I have uh, New York just taking care of business. Won't be surprised if it's pushed to a game seven because we all talking about Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. This but dude is talented. That's what I'm saying. I just wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised because mm-hmm. in today's playoffs, you know, 3 1 used to mean doomsday. You're done. You're dead. But we done seen a couple 3 1 comebacks in the past few years. We done seen a couple teams down 3 1 push to a game seven. And then ultimately that team loses, man. But we're going to have to pay attention. Black, let's go out to South Beach. Good Lord. <laughs> Black. What in the hell is going on in Miami? Black, can I go first? You go ahead, man. Black is killing me. <laughs> it's killing me, man. But I can't hate on this man, Jimmy, man. Do it to us every year, bro. <laughs> Game one broken hand. He gone. We doubt him every year, dude. We owe him an apology, you, bro. You, you, yeah, you lose. Even though Oladipo won't putting out like significant uh, points of late, but he, you could tell, man, he's just a piece of that team that they love. Mm-hmm. They bring Oladipo in for good energy, man. He was playing decent, man, before the injury. And, and please, Lord, be with Victor Oladipo. With his knee injury again, tearing that quad. Yeah, it was crazy man. seeing him saying it's, it's it's a wrap. I hate it. Tear, that tearing that quad. I just hope that everything possible can work out great for Victor Oladipo. Now back to this man, Jimmy freaking Butler. They go in game one. I said, okay, they sneak off and they get a win against the Bucks. Giannis goes down. Maybe the Bucks was in shock a little bit. All right. Jimmy them got a win. Wasn't really surprised because it's Jimmy freaking Butler. Game two, Bucks come back, smack that. I said, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Game three, the Bucks rolled the dice. I firmly feel that if Giannis was able to play, he should have played. They rolled the dice 1-1 going to Miami, believing that they could go to Miami, and maybe rightfully so. This is a, They won the championship two years ago. Mm-hmm. So maybe they should feel that confidence. They can go to Miami and split and get back to Milwaukee 2-2. Mm-hmm. But Black, that didn't happen. Mm-mm. Black, that game started on uh, Tuesday night, and Giannis scored the first six points. And I said, okay! He figured it up! Mm-hmm. Black, I came out of my room, and I went and ate dinner with my family, and I came back in the first quarter, and Jimmy Butler had 22 points! <laughs> I thought they was lying to me. And Black, I sat there. And I watched it. He was virtually unguardable. And I said to myself, double team this man. (laughs) They just wouldn't do it. Giannis had a triple double and it wasn't enough. They put Drew on him. They put Middleton on him. They put Crowder on him. And no one could do it. Anything and now the heat uh, up three games to one on the scariest man in the world. <laughs> Black, is it over? With the Miami Heat sending the Milwaukee Bucks home in either games five, six, or seven. D, I could be wrong, but I'm gonna say, yeah, man. Ooh. I gotta change Miami gonna win. I, I just. Ooh. 
I gotta change it, bro. And if I'm wrong, hey, I, I this won't be the first time I'm wrong. <laughs> but man, like D, in my opinion, man, that performance we seen from Jimmy Butler is the best performance we didn't see out of a Miami Heat player from LeBron to D Wade. Like we have never seen anything like this. This man not only scored twenty two in the first half, he scored back, came back and scored a whole another twenty points in the second half. Probably more than that because he had 56. And I ain't counting the points at the line. Because he went to the line about 15 times. It's crazy. I mean, bro. I couldn't believe this. But D, they gambling with Giannis. Giannis, yes, he did have a triple double, but you, did you notice? Did you notice what I noticed? Mm-hmm. That back starts stiffing up at him on him when they when it came to crunch time. Mm-hmm. I say something going that that back, that that injury is still lingering. They just trying to get him to play through it. But that back is not right, D. And if Giannis ain't right, they not going to win. They not going to win, D. This ain't the knee we talking about here that he had when he went to the finals. You yeah. can play. But that back, Giannis couldn't even get up the flow. He was like one of the players. He was hurting. He was hurting, D. He couldn't even get up court. Yeah, he was hurting. In the fourth. He was barely making it. And shout out to Caleb Martin making timely threes for the heat. When everybody went down, you got Caleb Martin. Want to make shots. Bam playing track. Everybody just. And Caleb Martin. K said. Well shoot. I might as well come on along with Jimmy Butler. New sports desk. The Miami Heat do this every year. Look. If you just so happen to hear this black. I apologize Jimmy Butler. To the Miami Heat. Because every year. Y'all remind me. Why y'all in the playoffs? We might be overlooking y'all when y'all play in the play-in or your eighth seed. You always make noise, and it seems like you always make the noise when you play the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know what it is about Miami when they play the Milwaukee Bucks, D. Now they're on the brink of sending Milwaukee home. D, I don't think they'll do it tomorrow night. I think it gets done in Miami. They send the Bucks home in six and move on and move on to play the New York Knickerbockers oh, in the second round. And that thing, they're going to get filthy. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get filthy, oh, boy. Because you telling me you finna give the New York Knicks home court in the second round? <laughs> Good God. That thing going to be a zero. <laughs> I, I could be man. wrong though, D. I could be wrong, but that's what I'm rocking with, man. That's what I'm rocking. Well, Jimmy Butler's performance, man, he was 19 of 28, bro. 19 for 28, man. This man missed seven. Uh, this man missed uh eight shots, bro. This man was 15 to 18 from the free throw line, man. Mm-hmm. The man played 40 minutes and 45 seconds. The Heat scored 119 points, and he scored 56 of them. The next closest Miami Heat player, as far as minutes, was Bam Adebayo with 30 minutes, bro. This man played the whole game. This man had a minute and 15 second rest throughout the game, bro. Giannis had a triple double. Giannis had a a, a Giannis night, 26, 13 to 10. He just his bike tightened up on him. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. Brooke Lopez was the leading scorer. 33 points. 33, 33, something like that, 36. Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday still gave you 14, but it wasn't enough. Mm-mm. This is how great this performance is by Jimmy. The numbers by the Bucks get them a win. But look here, man. I ain't jumping off. 
I can't do it, bro. I respect Jimmy. That playoff Jimmy thing, regardless of what he says, because he's talking about it ain't a real thing. Yeah, it is. Because if he played like this during the regular season, he'll be a perennial all-star and in the MVP conversation. But it's a different thing when it's time to play for the ring. Mm-hmm. But I ain't going to do it, bro. You ain't going to do it? I think Giannis, first game back, they got punched in the mouth, man. And they used to do the punching. Giannis built different. I get, yeah, you're right. His back, and I get it. But if he was able to be on that floor last night and play, he gonna play in Game Five. I think the Bucks win Game Five in Milwaukee comfortably. I think they don't go down like this. They didn't look like a team who was defeated after the game last night. Cause you can usually look like the Grizzlies look like they was defeated. Desmond Bain, Desmond Bain out here blaming everybody in the post game. Talk about game plan. Yeah, talk about if you guard LeBron when he go to his right. Bro, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> now, back to the Bucks, man. I think they go back to Miami. I think they get it. Mm. I think they get it, bro. That and thing. I think it's shape up for a game Ooh, seven, man. Can you imagine a Monday or a Sunday night with two game sevens, Warriors and Kings and Miami and uh, 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 the Bucks, bro? I'm calling out. I'm calling out. I'm not gonna be in any shape, but I'm gonna keep the bucks on. I'm gonna keep the bucks with me, man. I'm jumping ship, bro. I'm gonna keep the bucks with me. I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. I gotta believe that Coach Budenholzer and the Bucks are gonna say, Jimmy Butler, you you not gonna beat us. We gonna double you every single time. And Duncan Robinson and 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 uh 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 what's my other the dude that you just said what's his name Duncan Robinson Caleb Martin Kyle Lowry uh Gabe Vincent Max Struess and Kevin Love y'all gonna have to beat us y'all gonna have to beat us Drew Holiday get ready he needs to be yours he needs to be on Jimmy. He can't do nothing either. He need to be on him. He is the Bucks' <laughs> best defender. He need to be on him. That needs to be his assignment. Drew Holiday is first team all defense the last three years. It's time. I'm going to stick with the Bucks, man. But I'm going to tell you right this now. Thing, I'm going to tell you right now. I don't feel good about it at all. <laughs> I don't feel good about Al. I, hey, while you playing, I know you want to see that thing rocking Madison Square Garden. Too. Man, let me Don't tell you something, man. Bro. If that game one happens in New York and not in the second round, boy, they're going to blow the top off the garden, man. RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett ain't looking like Jordan in the third. Hey, man. All I'm right, just man. saying, bro. All right, man. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up our playoff coverage, man, of the NBA. Of course, we'll be hanging tight with everything, man. But uh, it is time. It is time for us to get into uh, a little bit of NFL draft. We're going to be giving grades and everything after the draft takes place. Um, but it's just that time of year, man. Uh, a lot of these young men are going to be um, accomplishing their dream, man. And it's always a good weekend to see that in the National Football League. Let's go ahead and get to it. All 
All right, all right. We haven't heard that music since the Super Bowl ended, man, but it is now time to get into the 2023 NFL Draft. We're going to go ahead and get our uh, Jacksonville Jaguar NFL insider, Rashad Robinson, on the phone. And um, let's go ahead and talk about what we can expect, not only from the hometown Jags, but just in the draft in general. Hey, what's up, bro? Rashad, what's up with you, my man? Rashad, what's up, man? Nothing much, man. How you doing? Black, how you doing, man? All right. I'm good. I'm good. Well, it's glad to have you back, man. It's been obviously a little while um, since we've talked, man, ever since the, the last Jaguars uh, football game. Everything is cool with you, man? Yeah, everything's good, man. I can't complain. Good, I man. Glad to hear that. What's going on, my boy? It's all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate you hanging in there. Uh, with us, man. So, man, it's that time of year, Rashad. <clears throat> the 2023 NFL Draft is going to be taking place on, uh, well, Thursday night. All right, Thursday night, where a lot of young men uh, will be um, accomplishing the ultimate dream of uh, playing the game of football. Rashad, we're going to go ahead and uh, jump right into it, man. <clears throat> We're going to get to the Jaguars in a second, man, but I want to have a conversation about that number one overall pick that the Carolina Panthers possess. All rumors and reports are out there that Bryce Young is going to be the number one overall pick. But just two to three weeks ago, Rashad, we were hearing C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud, and me and you talked yesterday on the phone and had some dialogue. What are your thoughts about Bryce Young being the guy at number one versus C.J. Stroud going number one? I, I, like I told you yesterday, D, I'm scared of I'm 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 scared of I really am. Um, I'm scared of I'm scared as hell of, of Bryce Young. And yeah. It's not because of ability. It has nothing to do with ability. Right. It has everything to do with it's third and twelve, and and who who's a hell of a pass rusher. Somebody's coming off the edge and he don't see him, yeah. and they bring out the ambulance because they broke him in half. Uh. Like. He's that's, small, man. That's my that's that's my concern. Um, can he take NFL hits? Yeah, he mm. played in the SEC. I mean, if TJ Watt comes comes on the edge unblocked and hits this kid, is he going to survive? Right. Is is a legitimate question. You it know is. What I'm saying? It is. Um, and, and and like we were talking about yesterday, it's not it's not like. It's not like Kyler Murray. It's not like Russell Wilson. You can look at their frame. Their frame is totally different. Yeah. You know, um, this dude is short and he's tiny, uh, but he can play football. He can play. So at, 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 at some point, you just have to say, can he play football? We're worried about the rest of that. All those hypotheticals. We can worry about hypotheticals. You wouldn't draft him over. <clears throat> I mean, you, you wouldn't draft. uh Florida's quarterback over him just because he's bigger. No, he can't play football. So, <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. Uh-huh. So, you 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 want to draft football players, but he scared the hell out of me. You really do. Yeah, I'm 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 with you on his stature. It is a concern, um, but I'm not as concerned as you. I think the Carolina Panthers and that offense under uh, Frank Wright it will be designed to keep him away from. The big hits, obviously, it's football and anything can happen. A blown assignment can happen or anything like that. And, like, me and you talked about last night. I mean, he's literally one hit away from being out six to ten weeks dealing with the hit. But I think the IQ of Bryce Young and all of his toughness 
and his ability to lead is going to pay dividends for him in the league, obviously based on health. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to get in a real good player to help turn around their franchise. I was really nervous for the Houston Texans to end up with Bryce Young and the Jaguars having to deal with him and the combination of D'Amico Ryans, which we all feel that D'Amico Ryans is going to change life in Houston. So I'm glad that he's going to go to the NFC South Mm -hmm. and play out there and whatever possibilities of the Texans getting C.J. Stroud or whoever at that number two pick, I'd much rather deal with that. Black, let's get you in here real quick. C.J. Stroud... Bryce Young, are you cool with Young getting the nod over Stroud? Yeah, I'm 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 cool with Young, man. We yeah, we we talk we sit here and talk about everything that that could be wrong, but one thing that we don't mention is the kid got a the kid got hard and he a dog, man. He is a dog. He a dog. This kid literally he's a baller. And we didn't we didn't see uh small quarterbacks in this league succeed. Look at Russell Wilson, Super Bowl champion. We did. Um, you did. You didn't. You. We've seen quarterbacks succeed being small. Kyler Murray, he he's small, but you know he. We see what's happening with him. I'm pretty sure if they had better talent around him, he'd be much better than what he is right now. But he's ultra talented as well. This kid, he has all the goods to be a good quarterback in this league. <clears throat> what the Panthers need to do, D, they need to find. They need to. They need to. To assure that offensive line yeah. is tight. They got them big boys up there to protect him because he's going to need it. He is. He's going to need it. And if that offensive line ain't right, he ain't going to be upright. And then no. we get to talking about what Rashad talking about and you talking about. Six to ten. It's, it's, it's six to ten weeks. Yeah. yeah. We, and, and that's not what we're going to see. If they're going to draft this kid, they need to be drafting some big body offensive lineman behind him. Yeah, facts. That could protect him. Because yeah. that's going to be the issue. When he's upright, the kid going to do what it do. We seen it at Bama when he's playing against an elite offensive line. When he's playing against behind an elite offensive line, and he's upright, he's going to make plays. Very talented. When it's, when it's two, when it's two minutes left, when it's two minutes left, and he got the ball, if he got an offensive line, he's going down the field, in my opinion. Because we seen him do it. Yeah, you right. What'd you say, Rashad? No, I said the Jaguars play the Carolina Panthers this year. Okay, when it's third and twelve. And Trayvon Walker comes off the edge unblocked. His career may be threatened. I'm scared <laughs> of that, bro. I can't. I, I, that, is, that is terrifying to me. Mm. But, but the one thing that you have to realize is that he's been small his whole life. I was just about to say that. He just got small now. He, that's but what I was bro, just about man, to say. He, if, if, anybody knows, if anybody knows how to carry themselves and play the game and protect themselves – it's him because he's been this way his whole career. And I was looking at some of the footage on YouTube yesterday against when they played, uh, I think it was Florida early in the year. And he was walking by the Florida defensive lineman and he looked like a child. Yes. He like, but then <laughs> but then I was seeing some of the plays. He was getting smacked against Florida. Mm-hmm. He was coming off yeah, the bootlegs yeah. and he was getting hit. But guess what? He just got it in him, bro. He got it in him, he, bro. He a ball player, and I know this. We I know we talking about a different level of play here. Yeah, yeah, it is. But barring barring him staying healthy, I just think the kid's gonna be a special talent. 
And I think the Carolina Panthers got a guy who's going to help reshape and put a new face on their franchise. And I'm rooting for Bryce Young. I root for all players to be healthy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But as far as yeah, him, yeah, 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 of course. Before, as far as him having the ability to reshape a franchise, I, I, I think the Carolina Panthers uh, are going to get this right with uh, bringing Bryce Young in. And I think they're going to have an offense that's going to wrap it around them. And then they also, they and, and if he is the pick there, they also get to the Carolinas getting to the point where they're trying to put weapons around them. They was able to get Miles Sanders from Philly. They was able to get DJ Shark. He's a uh, he's a weapon. He had a good year in Detroit. I mean, and, and, and hopefully they like I said they drafting offensive lines to protect him. Well, we seen in Philly. Look at Jalen Hurts, man, behind that offensive line. Best offensive line in football, and the kid looks amazing. Yeah, it, it looks matters. amazing. It matters. Off- your offensive line matters in the NFL. It matters. Yeah, because like it. you said, somebody gonna get killed if you ain't got an offensive line. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I believe I believe Carolina and Frank Wright know that. So if they're going to draft this kid, you got to think they're going to put bodies in front of him that's going to protect him. Right. And, man, I think, honestly, in my opinion, I think the sky could be the limit for him in Carolina. I agree. Yeah. All right. All right. Before we get into the Jacksonville Jaguars, just we're going to go around real quick. Uh, Rashad, what are, what are you looking forward to most in the top ten? What's the one team in the top ten? You got the Panthers at one, Texas at two, Cardinals at three, Colts at four, Seahawks at five, Lions at six, Raiders at seven, Falcons at eight, Bears at nine, Eagles at ten. Who in the top ten are you looking to see? Who are they going to take? Like, who is the – what is the pivotal team that you're looking forward to – Let's say let's just say make a splash at their position picking the top ten player. Um with how the best team in the NFC obviously is the 49ers, I believe, is gonna be uh next year. Okay. Um especially if, if they if they have if they have uh if they have really good, you know, if if their quarterback situations get get gets fixed. Yeah, if so, <laughs> Uh, 49ers, Eagles, probably Cowboys. I think the fourth best team in the NFC next year. Y'all not going to believe this. The Lions are going to be a very good team yes, next year, man. Yes, I'm they with you. They're with going you. to be a very good I'm team next you. year. So as far as top 10 teams picking, if they get a stud, look out for the Lions. I'm with you, They're bro. going to be a good team next year. Um, yeah. So they're the most intriguing team for me because they're the team in the top ten. Besides, you said the Eagles are ten, right? Uh, yeah. Philly has a tenth pick. Okay. So, so those two teams, you know, you're already talking about teams that I already think are going to be really good. If 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 they draft the right player, they're going to be even better. You know, than than what I already projecting to be, and I think the Lions are going to be really, really good next year. Um, so that'll be the team for me. What okay. what, what are the Lions going to do? What do they What do they feel like they need to take themselves into a divisional round and NFC Championship type of team? Yeah. Um, what are they going to do? So it, yeah, they, it'll be the Lions for me. Yeah, you you took my team. I mean, I I had the Lions. I was thinking about the Bears. 
Um, because I like how they finished off the season last year um with Justin Fields and, and adding some weapons around him uh in the offseason, adding to that defense in the offseason as well. I think the Bears are definitely gonna be a team to look for. And I think this could be a sneaky team with the Bears to win the NFC North this year, especially with the departure of Aaron Rodgers leaving Green Bay. Really don't know how Minnesota's gonna fold after a really good regular season and going mm-hmm. out, they went out uh the way they went out against the Giants. But yeah, the Lions for me, man, I <laughs> I think the Lions are going to be a team, once again, not only are you not going to want to play them, but they're going to be winning ball games this year. Yeah, they're going to be man. winning ball games. So, yeah, that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. If the Lions can get them a, 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 a key piece that can really solidify them on that defensive side of the ball, somebody who can take the ball away, somebody who you could be scared of on that defensive side of the ball to wreak havoc, I, 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 they're gonna be a dark horse for the NFC Championship game mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, like seriously. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Black, what you got? Yeah, man. It's really two things for me. It's really two things for me. I really want to see what's gonna happen up top. You've been hearing a lot of a lot of rumors about Houston and uh, what D'Amico Ryan's gonna do with that number two pick. You're hearing that they're not pleased with the the quarters the quarterback situation. The ones who's remaining. The ones yeah. who's remaining. What is really going to happen now? Are they going to pass on the quarterback? Are they going to go defense? Because we know D'Amico Ryan's is a defensive guy. He may want the best defensive player on the board, which is Will Anderson. Does he go that route? Because we know in this league you need a quarterback. C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, what is really going on behind these guys in, in, in the character or their play on the field that teams are just not impressed with? It's going to be interesting to see what Houston does at two with their pick. If they go defense, that tells me that they're going to be, once again, one of the top defenses in the league. But offensively, they ain't going to be able to stop nothing. I mean, they ain't going to be able to do nothing offensively to 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 put pressure on another defense, on other teams. Because they don't have a quarterback situation or the talent on the offensive side of the ball. Next thing for me, Anthony Richardson. This yeah. kid is potentially the best quarterback in this draft. Uh, athletic, the most, most yeah, yeah, athletic, yeah, clear. Yeah, that's the clear. most athletic yeah. shoe. It was a report today that came out said he might be the most accurate. He might just be the most accurate quarterback if he would have had the right that's talent insane. at receiver. That's insane. If he would have had the right talent <laughs> at receiver, that that would have showed. So his situation for me, I want to see him. And you yeah. said this a while ago. I want to see him land that five with Seattle. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that. I want to see him in Seattle. And I think you could have a situation what you had like with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Him waiting his time, playing behind a quarterback. Geno. And then being able to learn from Geno, which Geno balled out. He understands it. He does. He understands And he been it. through something, too. And he been through some stuff sitting behind Russell. He was able to learn behind Russell. So that lets you know Geno going to be able to teach this kid I, what, I feel what, that. what he need to be done. And then I feel Pete, that. Let's, let's keep it a buck. Pete Carroll is a great damn football coach. Yeah. He's a great coach. And he going to have this kid ready. If Seattle can get him at five, I believe we're going to be seeing a lot more Seattle when it when it counts. D. So those are two things I'm going to be looking out for. Yeah, I like that. I, I, the Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson story and domino effect is going to be very, yeah. very interesting. And let's see what happens. All right. So, I, you know, before we move on to Jacksonville, you know, I, I, I don't I got a feeling in my stomach that Houston's blowing smoke on this quarterback thing. You think they blowing smoke? I, I just got a feeling that they blowing smoke because you, you got to think. Mm-hmm. What's the probability that the Texans have the number one pick next year to get Caleb Williams? I don't think it's high. I don't think it's high. I think it's high. That they get the number one pick next they, they year? I, I don't, if, if man. You, if you pass on the quarterback this year, because what they got. Do you what think, they got. Do you think Atlanta's better than Houston? 
Do I think it? Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. What about you, Rashad? You think Atlanta's better than Houston? Rashad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I was trying to think. Oh, 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 my bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was trying to think. Um, I didn't pay much attention. I don't. I that may be the one team in the league that I had no idea what the hell was going on in Atlanta, Atlanta last year. Yeah, I have no you. idea what the hell was going on in Atlanta last year. I feel you. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I I just think the D'Amico Ryan's factor will make them better than than. I mean, they yeah. was fighting, bro. They, they almost beat the Cowboys. They almost beat the Chiefs last year. And like, Philly. this is not a pushover team. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So I mean, you you bring in a coach like him, and you don't know what's going to happen. I want to know why people don't like C.J. Stroud. What's up with that, yeah. bro? Like, I think. I think C.J. Stroud is going to be better than the Alabama quarterback. That's just my you opinion. You think he better going to be better than Bryce? Yes. I'm going to tell you why he ain't. <laughs> I, <just laughs> I do. I don't think C.J. Stroud got that heart for real. I think he. I don't think C.J. Stroud is a dog. I think C.J. Stroud is immensely talented, can make every throw. When you look at him, your jaw probably drops to say, hey, I want that guy at quarterback. But I'm going to tell you like I told you yesterday and what I told Black, when them Wolverines was in that boy's face. Oh, God. <laughs> when, them, oh God. when them Wolverines was in that boy grill, that boy folded. He did. And he showed that he wasn't the leader of that Buckeye team them last two years. He was looking for somebody else to get it going. I get the Georgia game. I get it. He Bro, was I was sensational. just to say if Marvin Harrison doesn't he, get hurt, they might beat Georgia. He was sensational. But you don't get to play in a top prime, prime time spot every year in the National Football League. Because you might be playing the Atlanta Falcons when there's 13 people in the crowd. <laughs> Are you going to win that game? You know who I think going to win that yeah, game with 13 yeah. people in the crowd? Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. That's just my uh, opinion yeah. on Mr. Hey, Stroud. I could be dead wrong. Talk to me. I understand. I like CJ Stroud, bro. Why you love I, him, Rashad? Like, like- Tell me why you love him. I, I, I maybe I could be fooled by the fact that he's had immense talent around him. We, you know, what I'm saying arguably the best at, talent in the country on the like offensive side of the like football, the, like the best talent in the country. Yeah, um, I just I I I I like him. Okay, I like him. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I, I just I think that everything that you want in your quarterback, he has the 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 Wolverine thing. I get it. But, okay. Like I said, we're talking about a rivalry game. There is no, there is no game you're gonna play in the NFL that's like Ohio State, Michigan. Not even the Super Bowl. It just doesn't have it. You don't have them type of implications. Okay. Like there's no, there's no NFL game you're gonna play that's like Florida, Florida State, the last game of the season. Okay. It just, this, it, that intensity is just not there. Okay. So. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 I like C.J. Stroud. I've liked I mean, him the last few years. And, and <laughs> hey, I could be dead wrong. I could be dead wrong. But I'm going to tell you, like I've said on this show, and Black knows what I'm probably about to say, I'm going to believe my eyes. 
And I remember when Ohio State was at Penn State on a 3.30 on a Saturday and the Nittany Lions had them boys dead to rice if it weren't for that Buckeye defense. Boy, them Buckeyes was going home. And yeah. C.J. Stroud, he could muster it up out there in Pennsylvania. Sitting there with his fingers crossed on the sideline. I'm just saying, Rashad, all I'm saying is I've seen several occasions where I question C.J. Stroud's motor and his heart and his leadership. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And I think the, the, thing, the thing with me with C.J. Stroud, he's very talented. Big arm, can make every throw. He can make, He can do it all. But I feel like with him, just like Richardson, he got to go to the right situation. He got to go somewhere where it's, uh, he got a coach that's offensive-minded or the offensive coordinator is a great quarterback coach. He got he to gotta go somewhere like that. He can't go to a team like Houston and we expect to see greatness out of him because I don't think that's going to happen because D'Amico Ryan's not that type of coach. Okay. Right. I don't think well, he can well, go well, nowhere I, like I, that. I, I think I, he needs to go to the right situation to be successful in this league. But – the kid with the heart, we didn't seen the boy fold, man, in big moments. And you might be right about you don't play no big games, D, but I mean, uh, Rashad, you might be right about that. The game's not big. But when you, when a point in time, depending on what team you go to and you get up under them lights, you're going to have to show. If you play on a Sunday night or a Monday night or a, 4, a 425 on Sunday, you're going to have to show. You're going to have to show what you about. But I think for him to be successful, he got he has to go to the right situation. Yeah, and we're gonna see. We're gonna see, man. Um, so the NFL draft, man, is coming up in a couple of days. And um, you know, we gotta get to the hometown team. But before we get there, man, very interested to see what my cowboys are gonna do at 26. I do wanna see what the defending champions are gonna do with the Kansas City Chiefs, the Bengals, uh, the Buffalo Bills. There's a lot of and what are the I think the Dolphins lost their first round pick. And they don't have yes. one this year. I will be interested to see what they do. And I think they got a second round. Yeah, they lost their pick. Yeah, lost they lost their, their pick. They had to forfeit their pick um, in the first round. Um, so I'll be interested to see if Miami addresses that quarterback situation and see if they can find themselves in a situation to jump back in late in the first round or early in the second round and really start taking a look at some quarterbacks, especially with everything that's going on uh, with Tua. All right, yeah, and 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 then this one thing we got to realize with this draft, it's not no big time, no superstars no. in this draft. This no. is a it's a football lovers. It's a draft. football lovers draft. These some of these guys are going to be key pieces on teams that need you know to plug and a guy who can uh, contribute right away. Absolutely, you know to put your team over the top and team. And, and they even talking about Kansas City here in the last couple of days here saying the Chiefs are tr- trying to find a way to move up so they can either get. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, the running back from Alabama, or uh, Zay Flowers. They yeah. say they uh, 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 Travis Kelsey been on two podcasts. It's like, man, that Zay Flowers kid can help us rat nine. Great player, great player. So you can't. Your, your, your defending champions could make a move up in the first round to try to try to get a player. Try to get two players. Who knows? Like, I feel like this draft is so much unknown around it. We don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. You got you got Green Bay and the Jets uh, swapping picks. One moved up to thirteen, the other one went down to fifteen. Like what they're going to be looking for in this draft? Yeah, this is. I realize this is a uh, defensive back heavy draft. Like what 
all the good DBs, when they're going to start coming off? When are the quarterbacks going to go? Yeah. Like, it's going to be interesting to really sit and watch this draft yeah. to see what happened, man, because some of these players could be the, 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 could be the piece that get their team to a Super Bowl or even win it. Absolutely. All right, Rashad, let's get to it, man. Our Jacksonville Jaguar insider, Mr. Move Them Chains. The Jacksonville Jaguars are selecting 24th overall in the first round. We haven't had to wait around for a late Jaguars first round pick in quite some time due to the amazing season that the Jaguars had last year. It is safe to say that expectations are going to be high. Trevor Lawrence is coming into his third season, and Calvin Ridley is a beautiful addition. The Jaguars are definitely going to be a sexy team to watch. I can't believe I just said that, but they're going to be a sexy team to watch all year long. But Rashad, I want to know from you, what is the hole in the in what what is the hole with the Jaguars that they need to address? If possible, what player or players would you like to see call their names at 24th overall to come down to Duval County, Florida? Um I, no nobody agrees with me, but I think one of the biggest holes on the team is left guard. Mm. No like literally nobody agrees with me, but I just think that you you focus so much on your defense that you got to allow these guys to develop into players and whatever evaluations that you had on them, you need to coach them up and make them be that. But you, you got to start making sure that you're addressing things because you're about to pay Trevor $500 million. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's nothing – you don't have a, a, the luxury of going out and being like, oh – we going to make this guy here the highest paid. That's over with. You know what I'm saying? And you're seeing it evident with these other teams that are having to let go of good players because they're paying their quarterback now. That's going to be Jacksonville at the end of this year. Um, nobody agrees. I think left guard is, is a whole. I think Osiris Torrance would be a good pick for the Jaguars. I don't think that they're going to make it. Um, they keep talking about the branch kid from – from Alabama, but I think he's too slow to play slot corner. So, and slot corner is not his position. He's a safety. So you're going to be drafting somebody. Yes, he can play football, but if you're going to, the Jaguars are trying to win a Super Bowl this year. Yes, I said that. They're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. So you need to make sure that the guy that you pick is going to help you win a Super Bowl this year. Um, they need defense. They need defensive ends, and they've been dra- They've drafted three of them in the last three years. So, it. it I don't know what the Jaguars are going to do. I so, think they'll so, hold so, left so, guard. So you wouldn't. You wouldn't like Branch at twenty four. I wouldn't like Branch at twenty four because you're asking him to do something that he doesn't do. He's a safety. Well, he well he did do it at Bama. He played slot, he played corner, and he played safety. Well, he played all three, so he's very versatile. And, and, and to add to that, Rashad, if, if we're talking about athletic ability, I, I hear what you're saying, but he's one of the smarter corners. Like he's very smart. He's a technical, and he's very sound. sound. And yeah. and I went back and I watched his tape. And that's the one compliment that a lot of defensive gurus were saying about him, that he's very sound, he's very technical, he has excellent footwork. Now, he's not going to win a, a foot race, he definitely but not. they said he's always in the right position. He's always in the right position. And I think for a Super Bowl caliber year for the Jaguars, you're going to need guys like that. Do you agree with that? 
I, I agree. If if that if that's what it ends up being, but I I, I think when you're talking about you you're gonna draft Branch to play slot corner this year, but he that's not what he's gonna be. He's gonna play. He's gonna play where Rayshon Jenkins is playing. He's gonna play strong safety. You know what I'm saying? So you already got a, you already got a strong safety. So are you adding him because he's so dynamic of a football player that you feel like you can put him on the defense and and build your defense your secondary around that? Yes. If he yes. is cool. Yes. If he if he is cool, like I'm 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 cool with that. Okay. But I think I think picking players in the first round to do things that they're not going to master. Like you're picking them because they're there and you're going to try to fit them in your defense and you already have somebody that's playing what he would be best at. I think that's kind of dangerous when you do stuff like that, especially okay. as the Jaguars. Like if, if we were talking about other teams that do that stuff on the regular and they make it work, that's something different. But we're talking about the Jaguars. I yeah. haven't seen them do something like that before. So if I would just rather be safe um, and draft somebody that plays the position. You plug them in and they play it. But okay. if they pick them, I'm not going to be mad. I'm okay. not, I'm not gonna, trust me, I'm not going to be mad. I guess. You know what I'm saying? But I just kind of feel like if you're going to pick a corner, pick a corner. Like if that's what you want, pick a guy that plays cornerback because you got a safety play. already. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, like, yes, he plays all these different positions, but if it, if, if I put it like this, if Brian Branch is on the board and Joey Porter Jr. is on the board, I'm picking Porter Jr. I got that's just I my feel opinion. You. I feel you on that. I feel you. Understand yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. I feel you. Right. That, 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 that's what I'm saying. Now, if he's now, if it's not that now, if it's not that type of scenario. And he's the best player available. By all means, don't reach for somebody. Pick a good football player yeah. and make it work. Absolutely, one hundred percent. If, 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 if there's other options, go with the other options because you're not going to be putting him in the position that's best for him to play right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. And 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 I'm one of the ones that do agree with you, Rashad, with the offensive line. I'm like, I feel like you need to build up in that position anyway. I don't care if it's a guard or if it's another tackle, Darnell Wright. Somebody, it, it could be any of the guy, old Torrance, God, it, it could be whoever. As long as Trevor's being protected, I feel like you need to have that depth because it's no, we don't know what the deal going to be. We don't know when Cam's going to be ready to rock and roll. We don't know when Bart's going to be back. We don't know what's going to happen with Little. So I think you need, if if they had a pick at 24 in the offensive line, if a Darnell Wright or one of those guys, old, old Torrance sitting there, you need to take them because you're going to be protect, protecting your moneymaker. So I agree with you there. I always, I always, I always, everyone that asks me what I feel like they should do, if you got a good offensive line sitting there at twenty four that's available, you have to take them. Mm-hmm. Even though corner, you need a you need a slot corner, you need a corner that could probably help you make a difference on the defensive side of the ball. Understand it, but you have to protect Trevor. And then the question is, what is our offensive line going to look like when you don't have Cam ready, Bart ready? What's what's what is it going to look like? Yeah, so you have to depth, ensure. Guys. Go ahead, go ahead, go You ahead. have to ensure and have the depth on the offensive line and see what works. So you draft another guard or another tackle. I'm I'm good with that too. I'm good if they go offensive line to obviously protect protect Trevor. But I'm looking at this thing at a whole nother different way for the Jaguars. 
I'm looking at the AFC and the quarterbacks that are out there. Yeah. You right. dealing with the most deadliest people in the world in the AFC. Yeah. I trust Trevor. I do. I trust him to know his protection. I pre- I trust him to know where his line is weakest, and I trust him to know where it is strongest, and I trust Dougie P to call whatever needs to be called to keep Trevor out of harm's way. You dealing with Mahomes, you dealing with Allen, you dealing with Burrow, you dealing with Aaron Rodgers, you dealing with a who's who Justin Herbert, you dealing with a who's who and you got to have guys out there that can read these defenses and put themselves in a position to break up these passes or pick these boys off or rush these passers and get them down to the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Jaguars to draft a corner. A corner. Because late in the game, if you got a Jaguars defense who I believe will be improved this year because you got a lot of younger players that have some nonsense on new scheme, and they're, re- they're mm-hmm. going to be ready to go. I have faith that this defense will take a leap this year. I'm not saying they're going to be one of the best in the league, but they're going to be beyond respectable in the league. I'm looking at third and four on the road, Pat Mahomes, Joe Burrow, one of them boys. Got us spread out and saying, hey, Campbell, whoever corner we draft, man up. Go break that pass up or pick that boy off and let's get that win. Just like Rayshon Jenkins did to Dak Prescott in the bank because I was there. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm looking at I'm looking at that. This is murderous row in the AFC with these quarterbacks. I give footballers about tons of tons of different angles. I'm not mad at about an offensive lineman that can help protect Trevor. If that happens, I'm good. I'll go to bed and I will sleep well. But if you got a guy mm-hmm. that you could put on the other side of Campbell, and when that thing get thick, when Herbert and Burrow on them boys keep rolling through here, I'm going to be, bro, that's what is, is needed. And real quick for me, for both of y'all, we know the DEN position is a glaring need. It is. What What do you do? Have we put too much real estate at that position? Or do, if if it's a body sitting there like the kid from our, the hour that they talking about long, they 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 say he got long arms and look just like uh, Walker. Trayvon uh-huh, Walker, Walker. But he played DN. Uh-huh. So if he's there, do you take him? Or is if Miles Murphy from Clemson there, another big body, long arms, if he there, do you take him? Like, it's a glaring need, and we didn't put a lot of real estate there. Do you do it again? No. Because you, you need the bodies no. there. And we know in this league, you also have to rush the passer, D. You do, you do. You got to be able to mm-hmm. rush the passer, or do they do they, do do they they bring in a veteran and see if a veteran will work out on that DN this year for him? Just something to think about because those are the two biggest needs. The biggest needs are DN, corner, and offensive linemen. Okay. Those are the three needs. Rashad, what's so, your... we, so we have to talk about the defensive line as well. Rashad, what's your rebuttal I mean, to all that? I, I would I would do my best to get Nolan Smith if that's what you're going to do because if it, if it was my team, Yannick Ngakwe would be on the team already. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Seen and I've seen, I seen, I seen, I seen a report today that there may be – mutual interest to come back that would be my thing and I still would draft Nolan Smith on top of that okay you can't have enough pass rushers I think I think they want to they want to keep Trayvon Walker at defensive end 
I just wanted to put on 10 pounds and play defensive tackle and whoop and whoop guards mm-hmm. all game because I think that's what he would do. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know what – I don't even know what kind of defense the Jaguars are running this year. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I have mm-hmm. no clue. But what you got to understand, dear, why what you were saying about the corners, mm-hmm. you got to understand that Darius Williams is playing outside. He's not going back inside. You're mm-hmm. not drafting. I don't care who you draft. You're not going to have a corner that you draft that's going to be opposite of Tyson Campbell because Darius Williams is playing outside. It is yeah. what it, they tried him inside. He sucked. He, he sucked. played outside. He played good. He can't play inside. So whoever you draft, if you draft a corner, he's playing in the slot. That's period. So, and and then next year they're going to cut Darius Williams and. It's going to be somebody that can play inside and out whoever, if they do decide to draft a corner. Now, they need one, but he's not going to play outside because they've already said Darius Williams can't play inside. No, you know I, what I'm I feel that. I feel that. I'm just saying the amount of weapons that are with these offenses. Yeah. You have receivers on the outside. You have you have tight ends going up through the seams in the inside. You have dangerous slot receivers that are going all over the place um, on these fields. And I think these quarterbacks in the AFC, they're going to have that. You got running backs coming out of the backfield. So you, you I think you're going to need a right. corner that's going to be able to have to pick up that assignment and 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 really give the Jacksonville Jaguar deep the secondary a little bit more of stability because I don't I don't like the fact that Williams. If he's outside, he's gonna find. But if he has to go inside for anything, he's dead. Mm. Like that doesn't make That's me. What I'm saying. That doesn't make me feel good. So I'd rather keep him on the outside mm-hmm. and bring a body in. Some because it's man, look this this cornerback list is long. <laughs> it's long, man, and you got three, four, five maybe corners that might go in the bottom of the first round. Yeah, and I just think that the Jaguars have the opportunity to do that because I got a feeling, man. That the league is going to be points on points on points on points this year. The rules are changing every year in favor of the offense. Look at the playoff games last year. We seen an astronomical amount of points being scored. If you could get some defensive secondary help to get a pass break up here, an uh, interception there, something late in these games, it's just going to pay dividends for me. Yeah, and one yeah. thing for me in – I, I just think if you got a guy, if you're going to take a corner, if you got a guy like Brian Branch, yeah, if you got a guy like him that you know that he's going to be better than Darius Williams in the slot and he's going to be more sound and more technical in that position, he's played it for a whole season or two at Alabama. He's played corner for a season at Alabama. He's played safety for a season at Alabama. So he can give you a variety of things. And if you can, if he's better than Darius Williams, Trey Herndon, yeah, and playing the slot, why not test that and see what you can get? It's, it, in my opinion, if he is the pick, if they, if they who would pick, it's not a fail. It's a win-win for the Jags because if he don't work at slot, he a corner, he a safety. You ain't gonna keep Jenkins always. You ain't no. gonna keep him, so you have him to put back there. But we know when he goes back there, he's gonna be sound. Mm-hmm. He's no, he know how to be in the right position. He ain't gonna that's, blow nothing. That's I'm saying. Yeah, he's not gonna be a guy that just mess messes it up. But I feel you too, Rashad, because you, you don't want to reach for somebody if he's there. Cool. I f- I just feel like the, out of anybody in this draft outside the offensive line, in my opinion, the kid would be an asset 
everywhere on the defensive on, in the, in the secondary. He gonna be an asset. I agree. I agree with that. At, at, yeah. at, at nickel, That's... at outside, and at safety. I agree with that. I think I think we all are making a lot of good points for for the Jaguars. Yeah. I don't think nobody is saying anything that is outlandish for what this team could accomplish uh, with whoever their first round pick is going to be. I, I told Black this the other day. I think I told you this too uh, yesterday, Rashad. Either way it goes, the Jaguars going to the next level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> either way it go. So whoever the new Jaguars are going to be after this draft is over, either way it going. Either way it go, that beautiful blue-eyed angel, that beautiful blue-eyed angel with that blonde hair that looks like Thor, he's going to elevate this franchise yet again. Yet again. Uh, Rashad, I got something real quick for you. I was seeing today that um, they were talking about the tight end room, how you only got two bodies there. Do you see second, third round, them potentially going there to get another tight end in there, or you think they hold Pat? To what they got to try to pick up somebody, you know, that's a free agent to add to that room. They gonna have to get a tight end at some point. I, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't say tight end because I already know that that's not what they're gonna do. But I would draft a tight end in the first round. Mm, really? I, don't, I, 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 I listen. This thing to me, I think this defense. If if you just get a corner. Um, at some point in the draft, they go hold it down. My thing that what's the what's the number one rule of football? Score more points than the other person. Yeah. Get this man every single weapon that he can have to score more points than the opponent. That's just my opinion. I feel like you've invested so much in this defense. Coach them now. Okay. You pick them. Coach them. Okay. Shit, like you you haven't invested. And, and Pat, every last one of your pass catchers are free agents. Every one of them. We don't have anybody we've drafted that's a, that, that's a pass catcher. Yeah. So at some point when you pay Trevor, some of them guys going to have to go. What you going to do? You're going to rely on rookies. If you don't win a Super Bowl this year, you're going to rely on rookies to throw that Trevor's going to be throwing to? That's what you want to do? No, you got to keep it going. Because I, I told I told D this yesterday, if the Jaguars don't win the Super Bowl this year and this draft is a dud, I don't think they'll ever win one. Mm. Because once you pay Trevor, you gotta be able to draft. Mm-hmm. And what and, and you pay you trade you pay Trevor this year, and this draft is a dud, you start cutting players. Now you're relying on him to throw the rookies and uplift rookies. That's hard, man. Even though I think Trevor's a good quarterback, great, he can be has a potential to be great. No, he is great. <laughs> he's great now. Okay, he's, he's one of the best quarterbacks. He's the top five right now. Okay, I mean, we just want to put that out there. Yeah, but but I I I had I had a guy in my job tell me that that Kyler Murray is better than Trevor. Oh, you should you should you should you should delete his contact <laughs> and you I, should request you I, should re- you should delete his contact and you should request for you no longer to work with him. Listen, and he's a cowboy fan. He just he's oh, a see, he's hater. one of my people. Said, he out here wilding. Yeah, I, I, I said, dude. I said, dude. I said, dude. You cannot tell me. So anyway, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, what I'm saying is, I feel like this draft is so important for the Jaguars because I think we can win the Super Bowl this year. I do, but I, I feel, feel like you. if you don't win the Super Bowl this year, this draft is going to be able to set you up for the next 
five years. You're exactly. right. You're Absolutely right. right. You're right. Forever. You're right. So, you are totally so what right. are you going to do? Okay, I'll I put it like this. I'll put it like this. If the receiver from, T, from TCU really falls, pick him. Oh, my God. If he falls, pick him. In the first round. In the first round. In the first round, pick him. Pick him. <sighs> you don't have nobody on your on, on your offense that has that size. Nobody. You're you right. Oh my if he God. falls, pick him. Why not? I, I feel I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. This is the Jaguars have one of the most fascinating they do. picks. They do in this first round. So and they literally could go either way. Yeah, and, right? and Rashad, you really, you really laid it out beautifully, man. With just you know expressing everything just a few seconds ago, man. I mean, you're, you're right, and that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's a wrong move, but I ain't gonna lie. I do like what you said. If you can add some offensively that can get it a little bit more explosive than yeah. what it is now, you got to entertain it. Yeah. If you're Dougie P, you got to say, you know what, man, this kid from TCU, we seen and, he was the only one came to play against Georgia. And then I was seeing right. something else and why reason why I asked Rashad about the tight ends. Cause they was even talking about the tight end you like from Utah, Kincaid, the one who played like. Yeah, I was Travis telling. Kelsey. I was telling I was Rashad like, that yesterday. And they said it's a potential he could be there, and I'm like, well, dang. Now if, if they, he there, you got to. If, if he giving you Travis Kelsey vibes, like, do you take him? Do you pass on him? Like, what you do if he's sitting there? Yeah. Cause this man had uh, what what's the quarterback name? Uh, Rising as his quarterback, and you Cam give him Rising. Trevor. You give him Trevor Lawrence, like, oh, yeah. man, that's kind of scary. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think the Jaguars, I think the organization and I think the fans are putting so much on, um, crap, I'm bad with names. What's, what's the guy we just got from Atlanta? Um, Calvin Ridley. Um, Calvin Ridley. You're putting so much stock in Calvin Ridley. I am rooting as hard as possible for Calvin Ridley. He hasn't played in two years. Yeah, it may take even if it, I don't care if it takes him a half a season to get itself right. It's gonna take time, but he gotta get right. It's gonna take if time. If he don't get right, what a, what is this offense? If, if he's not dynamic, what is this offense? <laughs> hey, you know what to think about him real quick. Get all our chips in the Calvin Ridley. It may take time, but he's healthy. This man was yeah, hurt his yeah, whole yeah. career. Yeah, he talked about that. He talked about that. He, 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 about he that. was he hurt his whole career, D. He good to from go. he got drafted. He like, he, 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 he said this is the first time in his career he's fully healthy. Now, don't get me wrong. It's two years now. The don't game, the game right. is always faster. You got to get used to that. But he's healthy. So, you got to think at some time, being the type of player that he is and what we've seen from him from Atlanta, after, he, after Julio left there and to be able to do what he did on one foot, Gotta think it's some type of hope right. there that he's gonna get it. No, 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 no. It is, it is. Yeah. But I, I definitely, I, I definitely get what Rashad's saying. What I That's what I want. That's what I want. But outscore the opponent. Your defense is your defense, bro. There, there are no. Your defense is gonna be a middle of the pack defense, no matter. Ben and don't you break. Draft a stud this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Ben don't break. Ben and don't break defense. That's what we had last year. Ben and don't break. Right. So, I mean, go get you some boys that's going to make your defense better because they're not playing on their heels. You got to score. Hey, when Trevor get the ball, they know, oh, it's seven. So, when that offense is putting so much pressure on that offense, they making mistakes like they did last year. 
but you got to get Trevor those weapons to make sure that your defense is able to do their thing because they're not going to be top 10 no matter who you draft. I don't matter. I, I, I am still recovering from the playoff game. Yeah. I'm still not fully recovered from what I seen and that playoff yeah. game was 16. So that's why I say either way it go, they leveling up. Yeah. yeah either yeah. way that it goes, I'm putting everything on Douglas Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. And I agree I with you, Rashad. If you can go amplify that offense, then you go ahead and amplify it. But I agree with Black. If we can get an offensive line, go get an offensive line. And if you can get a pass, I just think the Jaguars are sitting in the position where they could come out. And I told Black this the other day, and I think I told you, if the Jaguars had come up with a, bleep, a B plus grade in the draft, they've done well enough. Yeah. They've done yeah, yeah. well enough. And Wrap us up, Black. Yeah, and last thing for me, Rashad, for you. We seen last year... We we drafted Trevor. I mean, we drafted Trayvon Walker number one overall, and then we seen something that we never seen before: the Jaguars be aggressive and get back in the first round to take uh, Devin Lloyd. Do you get a sense, or do you think we could see that again, some type of way? Maybe get back in the second round. Who knows about the first round? Or do you think they hold pack and just pick all their picks and pick players to have more depth and get bodies in there? I think that team know that they got a chance to win a Super Bowl this year. And if somebody's there that they feel yeah. like can help that team this year, they're going to be ultra-aggressive because I think they feel like how I feel. I think is this year is the best opportunity for the Jaguars to win the Super Bowl. Everybody lost a lot. The Bills lost a lot. The Bengals lost a lot. It's a lot of these teams that lost a lot. The Jaguars are the only team in the AFC that didn't lose nothing but they right tackle. And they already had a replacement on the roster. So it's not a loss. You understand? So, so, so they know that they have it right now. They know right now is their best opportunity to win it. If they not aggressive, I'll be disappointed. Mm, okay. Okay. I'll be disappointed. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, right. And honestly, I don't even think the Jaguars are going to make that pick at 24. I don't think they're going to make the pick at 24. You think, think they move out the first round? I think no. I think they move up in the Ooh. first round. Ooh, well. I think this is. Wow. A, I think okay. this is a team now. Okay, I put it like that. I, I think the most coveted player for the Jaguars this year in the draft is Nolan Smith. If Nolan Smith get past like thirteen or fifteen, I think the Jaguars will go up and get him because they add, they add, they add Doug Peterson and 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 the GM. They ask him, "What's the number one?" Need on the team, both of them say defensive end. Mm. We need pass rush. So if 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 I'm listening to that, I know that they know more than likely, besides Will Anderson, that he's the second best pass rusher in in, in the draft. Well, if if they feel like he's in range and it's not gonna cost them that much, you are you talking about a team? They don't. The Jaguars don't have many holes. They you know don't. What I'm they don't have. They don't have many things that's like, oh my God, we don't know what we're gonna do at this. They got all that stuff in house. Yeah. So you're trying to get impact players. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think if, if they feel like at 24, the player that's gonna make the most impact isn't gonna be there. They will package some up and go up and get them. 
Well, it's going to be very interesting mm-hmm. to see exactly how all of this plays out on Thursday night with the 2023 NFL Draft. So many storylines, so many possibilities. Um, you know, like we've been saying, once you get past the big time quarterback names, now you're talking about a, a true football fans draft. You got the whole week weekend to go through. Rashad, we want to have you back next weekend as we go through the grades of the teams um, after the draft is over to kind of break that down as we get ready for the upcoming NFL season. And of course, Rashad, we definitely appreciate you, bro, for taking the time to rock with us here on the sports desk. And um, anything before you get out of here, my guy? No, man. I, I like I told you yesterday. Uh, the I went to Vegas last week, mm-hmm. and every Uber I got in, you know, they asked you, "Hey, man, where, where you from? Whatever." I say, "From Jacksonville." I say, "Uh, I might be in your Uber again because we we coming back to Vegas. We coming back to Vegas <laughs> in, in February. So tomorrow, I say, we I coming back it. to Vegas in February." I love so it, I, man. I, I just this is an exciting time for me. I've been I've really been staying away from football. Um, just kind of getting away from it because I know it's going to end goal for me from September to February. Yeah, man. I think this is the best opportunity for this team to win a Super Bowl, and that is exciting. So it is. we'll see starting Thursday what, what it's going to be. Yes, sir. All right, Rashad, we're going to have you back next week, man. And as always, man, we appreciate you, bro, and take care. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all too, man. Yes, All sir. Right easy. All right, man. So the NFL draft this Thursday, we're going to be looking forward to seeing what goes down. A lot of opportunities here for a lot of teams. And then we'll be back next week to talk about the grades uh, of all the teams, man, and see what the critical moments were in the draft, the trades, the moving up, the moving down, so forth and so on, man. We're getting ready to kick off yet another NFL season in no time. And this is the beginning of it, the NFL draft. All right. So we're going to wrap up today's show, episode 224. Um, Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. We went all around the world uh, talking sports here, man, and uh, look forward to the city of Jacksonville welcoming in their new members uh to the jacksonville jaguars all right so black anything before we roll man no man appreciate all the love and support that we get man y'all keep rocking with us man y'all can hit me up on twitter and instagram at black enl3 man y'all hit me up let's talk about it absolutely you can find me on all social media platforms at dedrick hicks jr let's talk about whatever it is that you want to talk about nba twitter i am out here I am out here, NBA Twitter. These Wednesday night games, when you're listening to the show, that means the games are going to be happening tonight. Them four games got me wanting to call out from work on Thursday, man. How y'all going to have the Knicks and the Cavaliers at 7.30 with the Lakers and the Grizzlies at 7.30, and then you got the Heat and the Bucks at 9.30 with the Warriors and the Kings at 10? That's crazy. What they trying to do? NBA TV must got two of them. They games do. Too. NBA TV oh, okay. got two of the games. The TNT oh, okay. got the other game. Oh man, they wilding out, man. I don't be calling out from work like that, man. But I might have to. Brrr. <laughs> I might have to brrr, my boy, because them some some very yeah, good games. That's man. a good Wednesday night. Golly, bro. bro. Yeah. Dang, they need to tighten up on that. And then after that, we got the draft. I'm gonna be stressed out by the time I get to Saturday, man. Just stressed. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all be cool. Be easy. Y'all take care of yourselves. Y'all be safe out there, man. Remember, share the show. Tell a friend and tell a friend and tell a friend that you got another sports show out here that they need to look into, man. Dean Black are bringing constant and consistent content each and every week, man. Listen to this while you're at the gym. Listen to this while you're getting your hair cut. Listen to this while you're cooking or you're cleaning up in your home. Listen to this while you're taking a long drive. Do whatever it is. Whatever it is you're doing, man, give us a shot, man. 
Check out the sports desk and let us know what you think, man. So as always, we appreciate the love and the support. Like I say, y'all be cool, be safe, take care of yourselves. Hey, live every day, man, to the fullest, man. Love your family, love your friends, man. Every day, every single day. Tomorrow is not promised to us, man, at all. And I think we need to act like it. All right, man, y'all be cool now. Lunch sports, man. Come on now. Hey, bro, you're listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.